Monday, February 10th, 2020. This is episode 362. <laughs> I have no idea. I wish, I wish I had that. Hey, welcome. I can kind of do that radio voice a little bit. It's 34 degrees here currently in the beautiful city of Oswego, New York. You're listening to We Live on a Planet. This is Patrick. Feels like 25. Highs are going to be about 33. Winds are out of the south, southeast, 13 miles per hour. If you follow the show, you know, Friday, I was telling you how it was just kind of that sleet, rainy, yucky mix. Ended up uh, turning into snow, and we had a travel ban in the city of Oswego. No unnecessary travel. And, it, you know, it's a nightmare because I got some neighbors across the street from me. They have three vehicles. They have a big driveway. All three vehicles will fit in this driveway. And they decide not to park them in there and put them on the road, and it makes a mess. Yeah. We'll talk about that later because, yeah, we'll talk about that later. But before we do, let's jump right into our quote. This quote is from Joseph Campbell. And I really like this quote. I like every quote I share with you. That's why I share it with you. The privilege of a lifetime is being who you are. Joseph Campbell. The privilege of a lifetime is being who you are. There will never be another one of you again. There never will be. You really are special. We're special. If you really think of the big whole grand scheme of how you are here, I've talked about that before. If you think about your lineage, your ancestors, how they made it, your ancestors' ancestors didn't get eaten by a saber-toothed tiger, you know? It's pretty amazing that you're here. Pretty neat. Pretty neat stuff. All right, stick around. We have a good show. I'll try not to ramble, but I probably will. Fair warning. Kind of kind of feeling a little just I'm up. So, we'll we'll try to I'll try to uh, convey all my thoughts and ideas the best I can without have them being jumbled all around. So, we'll try. All right? All right. Let's Take a little break and we'll be right back. I got to fuel up on some more coffee. I'll be right back. Yeah, no sleep, not even till Brooklyn. I'd like to go to Brooklyn. Actually, I got to I got to get to Brooklyn and go visit Universe. You've heard me talk about Universe. That's the app I make my WLOAP.com website with, and they are stationed in Brooklyn. And I sent them a couple bags, my We Live on a Planet bag, so they have them. And I interviewed Joseph Cohen before, and that was that was awesome. He's the founder. Made me think of Joseph because of our quote, Joseph Campbell, Joseph Cohen. And so just kind of, man, I'll tell you this, though. I realize how well the microphone is that I'm using because... <laughs> I, I, you can hear me swallow sometimes, I guess. I, I rarely, if this is actually the first morning in a long, 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 long time after I record an episode, I listen to hear how it sounds before I go to the next segment. And, uh, I started with that intro and I wanted to make sure it didn't sound too loud or I wanted to make sure I was, you know, and I realized my voice was pretty loud, but I just decided not to redo it because I don't edit and I like to do it all in one take. And um, 
I realized I could hear myself swallow. So, wow, I'm like, these microphones on these phones, because I, I now I don't use my $29.99 microphone. I think that's what it was from Amazon that I, I got. Oh, my gosh. I don't know how many episodes ago. I was all excited because I finally felt like, ooh, I'm going to make a step up in the podcasting world and get myself a microphone, but I'm cheap and I didn't want to buy a real expensive microphone, so I just got a $30 mic. I think it was 30 bucks, and it really works well. It had an um, echo feature and all that good jazz, but the new iPhones, I have an iPhone uh, 10. The sound quality is fine, so I, I do have in front of me a foam sound deadening thing that uh, I should talk into a little bit more, might put my voice towards it so I don't get so much echo. Okay. I'm really rambling. Remember, I warned you. I said I might ramble a little bit. I was going to tell you about my my parking woes with the snow. I've already been, put it this way, I've already been out and shoveled this morning and it's right now, it's not even 4. It's not even 4 a.m. Monday morning, and I'm already up. I I just can't sleep. I, I'm trying. I've talked to my doctor about it. They did give me some medicine. I don't think it's strong enough. Just because I I get maybe four hours of sleep, and then I feel like somebody's just shaking me and waking me up, and I can't sleep. And so, the car mess. Yeah, let's get to that. These my neighbors have these. Their vehicles that they could park in their driveway, but they they half ass clear out their driveway as it is. They just don't keep it clean when this when the snow comes, and so they'll park on either side of each other in the road. And so when the plow goes by, the plow has to stop, lift up his blade, try to get between these two vehicles, and keep going. And so what it does is it leaves this huge mess in the road that doesn't get plowed. So the other day we had this storm Friday that came rolling in and the neighbors both had parked on our side of the street in front of our drive, right before our driveway and their cars stayed there. And then that day the mayor decides to put a um, parking ban, thank goodness, which means you cannot park on the street after 1 a.m. From 1 a.m. to 6 a.m., you have to get your cars off the street in the city of Oswego so the plows can go through because the streets here in the city of Oswego are really pretty narrow. In the summertime, there's certain streets where if there's cars on each side parked and you come up to a stop sign, you have to wait for that other car to come through. They're very narrow streets in this old town. So back to my woes. So these cars stay there and we get dumped on. And so these plows, the first night, they don't move their cars. So they just, even though the travel ban was there, they didn't move the cars, so they get a warning. So the next day, they have to get their cars all buried. But what's happening is every time the plow is going by, he's putting it, since he has to lift the blade and do all this stuff, it's going right in front of my driveway in the road. So not just in front of my driveway, it's all in the road that's not getting plowed. They finally moved them, and the plow just went by right before I started the show and I was having a cup of coffee and it just buried the driveway. It just all came right into our driveway. So it's really wet, heavy stuff. And I wanted to get it before it froze. So I already went out this morning and 
spent shoveling and it was that heavy wet shoveling snow and it's it's so weird how some people are because i i'm always in that where i really want to uh, what's the word i'm looking for like i'm always looking out for my fellow man you know i'm holding the door open i'm like if i were to park in front of near somebody's driveway i'm going to make sure that i'm not too close to their driveway and these people don't do that. And I'm like, how are people so oblivious and living in their own little world where they're not courteous enough to realize or say, hey, if we park like this, it's really going to leave a mess. Or, hey, when we hear that plow going by and it's stopping and it has to lift its blade and it's making a mess, that's our fault. We got to clear out our driveway and get these vehicles in here so our neighbors don't have to suffer because of us. And it's uh, in a perfect world, right? All right. Well, <laughs> uh, what else are we going to talk about? Because I don't want to gripe. I really don't. But I just kind of want to tell you about. That's what it's like, though, living when you're living in a town that has a lot of snow and everything like that. Yeah, It, it can become a real nightmare. All right. Whatever. Six hours later. Yeah, exactly. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. Welcome back, my friends. All right, enough of enough of the griping. I ordered some magnets. If you follow the show, you know that I ordered some samples just to see what they were like through a company called Sticker Mule. And Sticker Mule was been good to me. They sent me more magnets in the sample than what I ordered and didn't charge me for more. So I was like, hey. I'm going to get some and they'll be in and they'll be here in time for when I hand out my bags here in the city of Oswego. I'm going to hand out, give a person a bag and then hand them one of my magnets. And I thought to myself, perfect. They're going to go home with groceries in the bag I gave them. They're going to be near their refrigerator. They can take that magnet and throw it right on their refrigerator. Boom. Two birds, one stone. I was like, what a great idea. And that was a great price. I also ordered some uh sample stickers. Those I'm not gonna I'm not gonna buy any stickers and order those or anything like that. Like a, a, a lot of them. I just ordered a small amount for myself. I wanted to put a couple on my car in the window and then to give them out to my family if they are interested in representing we live on a planet. So I only ordered a few of those. Speaking of cars, though, how I want to put a sticker on my car, I put LED lighting in my car I found on Amazon. I'm addicted to Amazon. It's terrible. But I am frugal, and I when I go to get something, I have to look at all the reviews and make sure that what people are saying, not that everybody, all the reviews, because some, some places are the bots or they pay for reviews, but Short story long, <laughs> these LED lights for the car were only $17.99 with free returns. So if I didn't like it, I could return it. But what they are is they plug into a USB charger, and then they go underneath your seat, and then underneath your front dash of your car. And the wiring's really long, and I bought... um when we got our car, I got WeatherTech floor liner mats. And so all the wiring and all the cords get hidden right underneath the mats. They tuck right in. You can't see any of the wiring. And I was able to use one of my existing USB ports in the back of my car because our car is new and it has 
a port in the back as well. So as soon as you turn the car on, these lights are instantly active and they go through, there's over six, well, not over, but I think they said 16 million colors. Yeah, with an M, million. And it just will, you can have it play to the music if you want or just cycle through the different colors. And I and it, there's an app for your phone that you can use to change and make any color you want. And I thought for 18 bucks, you can't go wrong. And I'm pretty happy with it. But there's always got to be a but, doesn't there? I, <laughs> It's got to be like my OCD. Not that I've ever been diagnosed with OCD, but I'm sure with everything else I have, I've got something like that going on. I, how I put it on, I'm not on the passenger side. When you're sitting at just the right angle, you can see a couple of the LED lights in your peripheral vision, and it bothers me. So, But it's with 3M sticky tape, so I'm like, do I try to fix it? Do I not? And then I'm thinking, who did I put this in for? I put this in for myself and for my wife. You know, I'm not like I'm becoming an Uber driver and I want to make it all fancy or I'm a 20-year-old kid and trying to make it all fa- I don't know what kids are doing nowadays, if LED lights, if they're doing that or anything, but... I think it's good enough for what and who it's for. It's good for us. We like it. When you're driving, you can't see it. When you're in the passenger seat, you can a little bit. But eh, it's like anything. If you squint, everything looks good sometimes. <laughs> uh, my last no-fault visit tomorrow with my doctor. Well, I don't know if it's my last visit for my accident, but I'm assuming it is. My accident happened in March, and we're coming up on a year from my accident and I've got to go to Liverpool tomorrow and go see this guy. This guy, it has no personality at all. I've dealt with a lot of doctors in my life, but this doctor, I'm sure he's a great, nice person. Uh, you know, sure he is. But when it comes to, you wouldn't want him as a family doctor is what I should say. He just has the personality of nothing. Probably just dealing with what he does as a no fault doctor all day. I don't know. Wouldn't be my bag, that's for sure. Have you ever played... This is how much I jump around when I talk. Have you ever played Stratego? I don't know if I told you guys. I think I told you I ordered Stratego. And me and my wife have been playing it, and Kimberly's really good at it. She never played Stratego, and it's very simple to learn, but it does take a lot of strategy of placing your where you're going to move, and all, you're thinking a couple heads moves ahead. So that's been kind of our go-to thing, playing Stratego. I think playing games with your spouse or your friends or family is good. It, it builds a lot of, just, I don't know, builds things. <laughs> I don't know what word I'm looking for. I'm thinking also about doing, um, since I told you how I ordered those magnets and a couple sample stickers, I'm going to set a couple stickers aside, some magnets, going to set a couple bags aside so that I don't give all those bags away and then some other goodies that I'm thinking of and I'm thinking about making a swag bag to give away one swag bag to give away to my 50th subscriber to the wloap.com website on my 50th subscriber I, I it's not etched in stone yet I'm not sure but I'm really thinking that would be something that would be nice that would get some people interested in my website. People love free things. And uh, it wouldn't be junk. It would be a nice swag bag of of uh, some good stuff. 
I also have, before we jump into our learning things and going over to the fact site and uh, the history channel, I talked a lot. You've heard me talk in links about Camp Colebrook. That is going to be released the 14th of this month. And I'm excited because I was able to contact the writer who I've already interviewed in uh, episode 315 with Alex Carl. You can listen to that. Uh, but I was able to contact him again. And I'm able to do a, we're going to do a follow up interview with him after his movie is released, after I get to see the movie, because I did order a pre, um, pre ordered a copy on Amazon on Blu ray. And so once I get to watch it, I don't know when we're going to do the um, interview, but we definitely will. And it would be great. And so I'm excited to re interview Alex Carl so I can talk to him about his movie after I get to, to watch it. And I also am excited my bag is making it around here in the United States all over. My friends, my listeners, Lisa got her bag and Michael got his bag and I'm sending one out to Alaska soon. I'm sending one out to Nova Scotia. I was going to send that one out but uh, Friday, but we had that travel, that whole travel thing happened. So yeah, I'm excited about that. Makes me feel happy. All right, let's um, let's do, let's head on over and uh, learn something. Where are we gonna go? Are we gonna go to the fact site or the history channel? I'm not sure, but uh, I want to know. We'll find out what we where we're gonna be when we come back. Once I decide, I we'll be right back. I hope so. If I, I'm having the case of I'm all over the place, so let's see if if we can try to uh, get our thoughts. All right. So if you follow my last show, we talked our fact from the fact site was about pineapples, and I thought it was pretty interesting. I decided, how about we have nine juicy facts about apples? We were talking about pineapples. Why not talk about apples? How do you like them apples? Let's see. Cultivated around the world for over 2,000 years, apples are deliciously crunchy fruit of the apple tree. Obviously, you know that. From the moment they were first discovered, they've been enjoyed by people every day in an amazingly large variety of forms. My family had an apple orchard growing up, and we used to have a great time playing in the apple orchards, eating apples abundant, um, maple syrup collecting maple syrup, making our own maple syrup, or collecting the sap, making our own syrup. A lot of great memories. But I'll tell you, there's a lot of, there is some juicy facts about apples. An apple a day keeps the doctor away, right? We've all heard that age-old English proverb, but did you know there's actually quite a bit of truth to that? There are a large number of health benefits which can be obtained from apples. The acids found in apples help fight against gout and indigestion. These acids also help the fruit become digested faster, as well as assisting in digesting any other food you may have eaten at the same time. Another form of apple homeotherapy is to eat a ripe 
sour apple just before going to bed to cure constipation. Hmm. This actually leads to another old saying, to eat an apple going to bed will make the doctor beg his bread. I've never heard that phrase ever before. Wow, I'm talking fast. Sorry about that. Just another manic Monday. Eve picked a forbidden fruit, but it wasn't an apple. Sorry. I'm sorry to tell you that. Believe it or not, it wasn't an apple. Actually, an apple which Eve picked from the tree of knowledge in the Old Testament book of Genesis. In the original story, the fruit which Eve picks is not actually made clear. And it's just referred to as a fruit. There have been a number of suggestions over the centuries as to what fruit it was, ranging from figs to olives, grapes to bananas. It wasn't around until around the 12th century that apples started to be referred to as the forbidden fruit. I wonder how that... Hmm. Well, apples are a thing of myth and legends. Since apples have been around so long, they've been many cultures in Europe that have their own myths and legends involving them. In the epic Greek poem, The Iliad, a golden apple plays a key role in the series of events which actually... See, I'm trying to read too fast. In the epic Greek poem, The Iliad, a golden apple plays a key role in a series of events which actually or eventually lead to the downfall of Troy. Jeez. <laughs> oh, tongue. I'm so happy I have the gift of speech, but sometimes our bodies are weird. In North mythology, the goddess of youth, Indo, gave golden apples to the gods to keep them youthful until the end of the world. There is a myth relating to this where Loki, a trickster god, we everybody knows who Loki is now because of the Marvel, kidnaps Unda, and the rest of the gods begin to age quickly. Hmm. If you plant the seeds from an apple, it will grow into a new variety. Huh. Apples have a genetic characteristic called heterozygosity. Gaiosti. Heterogoiosti, which means they are a new tree grown from the seeds of an apple will grow into a new variety. As a direct result of this, there are now thousands of known varieties of apples today. Yeah. Apples are delicious. Apples originally came from Kakistan. Kakistan. Yeah, you know where Borat came from? Everybody heard about because of that 2000 mockumentary Borat. But DNA analysis of modern varieties of apple have found that they originally from originated from a wild variety known as Malsu, M-A-L-U-S, which can still be found thriving around the mountains of Kazakhstan. I can't say it. Kazakhstan. Kazakhstan. Duh, Patrick. Man, over 60, 66 million tons of apples are produced every year. Dang, that's a lot of apples. The largest producer of apples by vast majority is China, with a whopping 46 million tons. The U.S., on the other hand, is actually the third largest producer. Of the American apples produced, only half are consumed fresh, though. The rest of the crop is used for making juice, vinegar, jelly, applesauce, among other things. I've never had apple jelly. I love apple 
cider vinegar, though. Speaking of cider, cider has been brewed for over 2,000 years. In around 55 BC, when the Romans invaded England, they discovered that cider production was already well underway and had been enjoyed by locals for some time. I love that. We have um, my Keurig coffee maker. We have uh, the Green Mountain K-Cups with hot, uh, where you can make hot apple cider. It's delicious. Uh, we'll end it up how there's that U.S. folk hero called Johnny Appleseed who spreads apples all over the USA. And I remember hearing that story when I was a kid. John Chapman, otherwise known as Johnny Appleseed, was said to to believe that the method of culting apples by uh, grafting was wicked. So he didn't like that. He absolutely certain that the only way to grow good apples was to sow them by seed. Well, we know grafting is not wicked, and that's amazing that they can do that. There's actually a tree that was um, made from Syracuse University students, and they grafted a bunch of different fruits on it. And this tree is able to produce all kinds of fruits. And I can't remember the name of the tree, but it's got some certain name to it. All right, that was fun. That was kind of fun. I hopefully... Hopefully you stuck with me through that. I'm I'm kind of rambly. When we come back, we'll learn some more things, though. Stick around. We'll be right back. Welcome back. We are at the History Channel's website, and I want to find out what happened in this day of history. On this day, February 10th, 1996, after three-hour game, world chess champion Gary Car- Carper... Oh, I can't. It's so frustrating. I'm sorry. Kasparov. There we go. Loses the first game of a six-game match against Deep Blue, an IBM computer. So he, this guy, three three hours playing a computer and lost. But he did, before he bought, or before he lost to them, he did previously defeat Deep Thought, a prototype for Deep Blue. So that was the name of the computer, Deep Blue. But he did Deep Thought. Hmm. I do not know how to play chess. I have tried to learn and failed miserably. 2014, iconic child star Shirley Temple dies at 85. She's 85 years old. Shirley Temple, very famous. One probably the most famous child Hollywood stars of all time, I think. 1957, Laura Ingle Wilder, Chronicle Chronicle of American Frontier Life dies. Her best-selling Little House series ended up becoming Little House on the Prairie. 1763, the French and Indian War ends. Here in Oswego, we have a lot of ties to the French and Indian War. I've talked about that before. The British built Fort Ontario in 1755, and then the French knocked it down in 1756, and then in 1758, the British got it back. And so, yeah, the... Fort Ontario was active during the French and Indian War, Mohawk Valley and other areas around us. Uh, do, 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 what else do we have? 1846, Mormons begin the exodus to Utah. Yeah, that's like the capital of Mormon. Mormonism is Utah, that's for sure. 1972, Ziggy Stardust makes his earthly debut. Ziggy Stardust, David Bowie. Ah, 2006, final 
episode of Arrested Development airs on Fox. Arrested Development, hilarious, hilarious show. I just, uh, it was one of those shows that was kind of missed under the radar. And then once it went away, everybody was like, no, no, we want it back. We want it back. 1966, auto safety crusader Ralph Nader testifies before Congress. You can basically thank having seatbelts to Ralph Nader. Safety feature, man. Yeah. Well, man, this was kind of a fun episode, bouncing all over the place. It's fun, though, too, to hear from you guys. I'd like to open up the phone lines. So let's do that right now. We'll be right back. Let's hear from you. Hey, Patrick, I've been trying to do intros for you, and I think I sent you one. I really just want to freestyle. PDE Life in Alaska, freestyle to my brother out there. I got to tune in. Yeah. Yo, check it out, man. Uh, yo, uh, we keep it drastic. Shout out to my brother Patrick. That's how we do it on the flow. What you gonna say? I had to kick a little flow from my brothers and my sisters tonight. Talking about family, man, stop your gripe. Talking about the negative mind space. On the flow, by the way, remember MySpace? Then Facebook overtook it. Instagram and Snapchat, what? LinkedIn, what you gonna say to me? TikTok, and I'm on the shopping spree. Uh, trying to get my marketing ploys right. That's how I do it, what you gonna say? I made the choices right. Talk about PDE in Christ. That's how I speed it. I speed it. Go, Patrick, tonight. Hey, welcome back. Thank you, PDE Life and Alaska, for that awesome freestyle. I do appreciate it. I'm also going to be sending you out a WLOAP bag. I know you're interested in one. Thank you for that interest, and I'll get one out to you ASAP. That goes for you too, listeners out there. If you are interested in a WLOAP bag, I would love to give you a We Live on a Planet bag. Get a hold of me, private message me. Head on over to my website, WLOAP.com. You can email me there, email me your address, and I would love to get one out to you. If you uh, are patient enough to, you can wait, and I will send you out a magnet when I send out the bag, too. That would be neat. Those should be in very shortly, and uh, that would be fun, you know? So I think it was fun. We we learned a lot today. I rambled a lot. <laughs> it was fun. I would love to hear from you, though. Head on over to my website. Leave me a message. You can, If you're using the Anchor app, you can do what PDE did. Or if you're not, there's a little phone icon. Hit that little button. Leave me a voice message, and you can be a part of the show too. I think that, think that about wraps it up. Talked about all kinds of stuff and things today. So, yeah. The more we know. Thanks so much. I do appreciate it. Have a great week. I'll talk to you again real soon. And uh, do your best to stay curious and not judgmental the best you can today. And don't forget, the privilege of a lifetime is being who you are. All right. Peace, my friends.